Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The score! Justin Fields takes the snap, pockets tight, gets away from pressure from Sue, throws to a wide open Pringle to the end zone, touchdown, caught it at the two. Justin Fields found him as he was being chased by Sue, had a touchdown for the Bears. Just elevate his game in the passing game, the two-minute drills, end of half. Obviously, to start games, he's been outstanding. He's shown ability to make a ton of plays with his legs. No one questions his, his playmaking ability. Um, but really, growing as a passer is going to be the next step. All right, I think he'll get on with doing that. I don't have a doubt. I'm fairly confident that he will. And, I mean, to speak to the Howard Eskin stuff, um, if you watch the game between the Bears and the Eagles, don't tell me what the final score of the game was. Tell me who played quarterback better that day. Mm-hmm. And both of them played great in that game. But tell me who played better. Just by watching the game. Like, forget the score. Just tell me which one. But whatever. Um, it was really cool yesterday that we had Mike Golick on the score airwaves. Like I've, I've always really liked Mike and obviously like, it's kind of a weird thing because Greeny was he like, was were, did you take over the bears beat from Greeny? Is that how it went? Yes. So Mike Greenberg was the bears beat reporter before Dan. So he's in that long, like lineage of bears beat reporters here at the score, which is significant. Um, so I always liked Mike Golick. I thought his approach is really good. I also feel like he's one of these guys that's evolved. You know, like sometimes we, we've we all worked with people. You know who's like evolving in a great way? Like Ozzy's evolving. You mentioned about Steve Stone. Stoney has evolved. And I think that's a big part of the relationship with him and, and Jason Benetti. Yeah, I try to give my guys on the, the after show, like we talk about stuff and they'll go, oh, you know what? You might be right about those things. Just what? like just like someday we'll 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 bring Kendall around on LeBron James. That's never going to happen. Yeah, no, it'll t- it, it will. It won't. It'll happen. He is dug in no, on that. No, he's too smart a guy. He'll 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 understand. Okay, but it's fun to hear some of the people that are really paying attention to where the game is going. And I felt like he was echoing our words because we were talking to him about all of this stuff about the dual threat quarterbacks and how it it has matriculated up to the NFL. And now coaches have figured out, you know what I should do? I should have the best athlete on my team have the ball in his hands all the time. It, It makes a lot of sense.
Here's what Golick said yesterday to us about Justin Fields. I think the arrow's pointing up on on him. I, I like the direction it's going for sure. Um, boy, then all of a sudden you hear the, oh, maybe we should trade him, you know, and get a haul for that and start over a quarterback. And, and I, I don't I don't tweet often, but that one made me tweet and basically say, what the hell are you talking about? I mean. You know, let's let's see where this kid can take you. We know he can run. He throws. He's got to improve his throwing some, but let's let's see what they can build around him. You see, that's what's going on. You know, in the NFL, even with the with, you know the, the the guys we call the top quarterbacks, Josh Allen, when he got Stephon Diggs, how much better they got. You look at Joe Burrow, and you get Chase and T Higgins. You know, these are great quarterbacks, but they become even better with weapons around them. So. Let's see what you can build around Justin Fields. Whether you want to trade away that pick or not, that's fine. You'll get something for it if somebody wants to jump over Houston and grab a quarterback. But I, I am dumbfounded of the thought process of trading Justin Fields. So I, I think he's on the rise. Uh, I, I obviously, he needs to improve on his passing. But I, I definitely build around him. The, the, the thought process of trade him and get one of the surefire first-round kids what the hell is a sure fire anymore? I mean, are we kidding? I mean, we have no – it is a 50-50 shot on first-round quarterback. So I don't want to hear sure fires anymore. you got a guy that's improving the way he is, still got a few years left on that rookie contract so you can work around that. And that's what you see, you know, with, uh, with some of these teams. You know, they're still able to work around the rookie contract – and bring in other guys. Now, eventually, you're going to have to pay some people. You know, the Jamar Chase is going to have to be paid, and T. Higgins, and obviously Burrow. So you're going to run into that at some point. But, man, this is, this is a time to strike while you still have a quarterback who you like, and I would imagine they would like Justin Fields, and build around him, spend some money around him. That makes all the sense in the world. That's what every Bears fan has been saying. That's what everyone who has been watching the, the Bears, if you're paying close enough attention, you're going, all right, like there's a lot there. Like there's a lot there. It's not perfect. It's not finished. Like he's not a finished product as a quarterback yet. But you saw. No one's saying he is. No one is. Every He feels himself. Everybody involved agrees he took a step, a huge step. And if there's a perfectly reasonable expectation that he's that he can take more steps. Right. I don't know why we constantly have to stipulate you do though. to that just because, because there's so many people screaming of like, well, he's not this yet. He's not this yet. Of course he's not. We know that. Right. He's a second year quarterback and a first year starter. And even with that, you saw him do record breaking stuff. And you saw and you saw you saw some of the moments where he made a great play and then was let down because the level of teammate that he has is not on standard where he and David Montgomery are. Which brings us to where the Eagles are. Correct. We know what their skill position player investments have been of money and draft picks. They may have one of the great offensive lines in modern football. You've got... Two Hall of Famers, right? Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey are Hall of Fame players at their respective positions. Yep. And what they found in, in, in Jordan Mailata, they went down and found a rugby player and made a superior lineman out of him. How about that? Incredible story, that guy. Really, I mean, if you really have, have read the story, really amazing developmental story. And he's just a cool dude. 
So this is what Golik had to say comparing the Eagles and their situation to the Bears and Fields. Again, I go, what do you have around them? You know, you got Devontae Smith, who you got in the draft. You trade for A.J. Brown, who has an incredible year. Goddard does a nice job at tight end. And, oh, by the way, you have the best offensive line in football. That helps. That helps a hell of a lot when you have that. So they put the pieces there, and the pieces have all come together. And like I said, Chicago's got more than a few pieces they need, uh, but other teams are like that as well. But what, what it adds when you have a guy that can run where you can actually call a quarterback power runs where the back is an actual extra blocker in there, is incre- it, it puts so much pressure on a defense. The other side of that, obviously, is your quarterback takes more hits and is he going to get injured? And everybody says, name me the last running quarterback that played you know, 15 years in the league. And, and it's hard to do that. But we have also seen, as you guys mentioned earlier, a change in the NFL. From Little League all the way through college, you're seeing dual-threat quarterbacks more where you're using them in the run game, and then you want obviously need them to pass well. It still all starts from passing from the pocket. You know, getting outside of the pocket and making a play is gravy. Uh, but if you can make that timed play, three to five step to seven step, and, and put the ball on the money on that long out route, or, you know, drop it in somewhere on his own coverage. That's what you want, and then you build off that. But I, I, that's what you have to do. You've got to build around it. You know, they've got a good running attack with two or three different running backs in, uh, in Philadelphia as well. So they have built around it, and that's what the Bears need to do, identify the biggest area of need that are going to help Justin Fields and get him. Yes, and, and you know how I've felt about this thing where I look at Jalen Hurts and I've been looking at Jalen Hurts and going, yeah, Justin Fields can be that if he gets that. If he gets all of that stuff. He can be better. I, I agree with you. I think that he's more talented than Jalen Hurts. And I really like, I like the, they're made up similarly, which is part of the reason that I made the comparison in the first place. Jalen's tough. Like, he's tough. And handsome, too. He's very handsome. I mean, so, and, and you know, so is young, young uh, Johnny Mathis. Young Johnny Mathis playing for the Bears. He's also handsome. But there's a toughness to him that I admire. There's a studying of the craft. I don't think that Jalen has reached his ceiling, but I think he's close. And, and that's okay because his ceiling is good enough to probably get to the Super Bowl and maybe win the Super Bowl this year, especially with all the talent that's around him. I think that Justin's got more tools in the bag. Now, can, he, can he learn to do some of the stuff that Jalen has been perfecting for the last year and a half where he's got with the coach, the coach has the right system for him, and I think that mostly the system – that is in place for Justin Fields is going to work. Can he can he take similar steps with a higher talent ceiling? And if if you then surround him, who knows what he can do? But yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So when we're talking about the Bears and how they go about building it, it's why I'm so adamant about if they make the number one pick, it was a failure. You should be, it should be a hostage negotiation with that number one pick. And maybe you trade twice to, to get, because you need more great players and you need more opportunities. I'm just picturing Samuel L. Jackson out on the balcony. 
with that bad wig on that he was wearing in that movie. <laughs> you want my blood? Yep. It's terrible. And Kevin Spacey on the other end. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> we did. Didn't I ask her some Samuel Jackson today? I forgot. Oh, we'll, we'll save it though. That's for later. Yeah, you're right. Oh, we got a whole thing coming later. Yeah, we'll save that for, for later in the show. Don't miss it. You don't want to miss it. We have to talk yeah. about some of these things. <laughs> Stupid. Old playbook nonsense. Um, anyway, but yeah, I I actually really think like it's not the same, but I also like looking at what the 49ers do. And I think the 49ers thing is different from the Eagles. I'm really into like this concept of positionless football that the 49ers can do. And we'll see if they'll be able to do it. Right. They're gonna have playerless football if their injury report has anything to do about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of guys that that missed out on practice over the last couple of days. The idea of talent plus system plus quarterback. Plus coach. Plus coach. Well, that's kind of what I mean by system. But if you've got someone that can really coach and understands how to get the best out of them, I do wonder, I I would love to know what Kyle Shanahan's notes on Justin Fields were. Because it would seem like he wouldn't needed to have traded as much to get Trey Young, uh, Trey Trey Lance, and I'm like, man, because I'm sitting there watching the 49ers, and I'm going, what if Justin Fields was their quarterback? Like right now, right? Like not finished product Justin Fields. What if this version of Justin Fields was their quarterback? They could split him. I, like you talk about positionless. You could McCaffrey could take a snap, and Fields could be in the slot. I mean. There's all sorts of stuff. You could, yeah, you could do. And the Bears, did, frankly, with the Cole Komet Wildcat things, they they started to incorporate a little bit of they that. They scratched the surface on it. Yeah. And I like that. But I'm watching Brock Purdy, who has done a good job of like not d- trying to do too much. He hasn't thrown an interception. And I'm going, what if you... What if we put that Justin Fields engine <laughs> in? And then what would happen? And I don't know if there's a, if there's a even anything better that could happen because they've won 11 games in a row. But that's the type of system where I go, man, our dude would murder in that system. He would murder in that Eagles system. But you got to get him the players. You got to get him. You you're on this, Dan. I think you're you're so on it. Got to get him a smart, athletic center. Yep. Yep, that that's that's your linchpin. That's why I was asking the question a couple weeks ago. I forgot who I was, who I asked it to and whether the middle, the interior of the Bears' offensive line is more important than the edge. And I I don't have differing opinions on it. I know, and I think that that's good because because I'm trying to figure out kind of where I fit on that. And I I'm kind of leaning towards interior, with the idea being that for now the quarterback is. Athletic enough and healthy enough to deal with edge rushers if he's got a pocket to step up into more so than dealing with three techniques that are destroying his pocket and then pushing him to the outside. But I'm not I'm still not quite sure where I land on that. 
Joe Ostrowski is going to join us next. He has all of the angles and all of the numbers for this weekend and beyond. So keep it here if you want your wagertainment. It's next on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Score is your exclusive radio home for Championship Sunday in Chicago. It's Eagles 49ers at 2 p.m. Then Chiefs and Bengals at 5.30. Our coverage begins at 1 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. I have a daily sports betting show. We couldn't live without Joe Ostrowski. Oh, he's got a lot of Herbert Hoover in him. i got to tell you that one. Joe Ostrowski joins us on the Score Hotline. That's brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Joe can be found on Twitter at Joe Ostrowski. He is the host of BetQL Daily. He's brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Please bet responsibly. Injuries are the focus right now. Everything that's going on clearly with the Niners and then that ankle of Patrick Mahomes is obviously affecting what you do and those who do what you do. Uh-huh, yeah, that uh, moved the point spread all over the place, and maybe there's no change as far as the AFC Championship. Uh, that's the biggest story of Championship Sunday from an odds perspective. So if we work our way through it, once we realized what the matchup was going to be, it was originally posted as the Chiefs, a three-point favorite. And then people saw Tony Romo talking about that high ankle. He's dealt with something like that in the past. I'm not sure Mahomes plays. Maybe it's going to be Henny. I was going to be a challenge all week. The line starts to drop. Then once we get to Monday, the Bengals become the favorite. 
All the money is come backing Cincinnati. It gets all the way up to Cincinnati minus two and a half, from KC minus three to Cincinnati minus two and a half. And then one of these sharp betting groups, their big release was the Chiefs plus two and a half. That brought it down. People see Mahomes do some light stretches, walk on and off a podium without a boot, and now the Chiefs are the favorite, guys. So it's Chiefs minus one. So it went from Chiefs minus three, Bengals minus two. Now we're back almost where we started, where the Chiefs are the favorite. What makes sense to you when it comes to him dealing with an injury like that? Are we sure it's a high ankle? Are we sure? I mean, that's a that's a good question to What do you ask. think it might be? I just I don't know it's as severe as they initially put it out there. Like it might just have been a a regular rolled ankle and it's after just, a couple of days of treatment like he's probably okay. Yeah, or or initially it looked a lot worse than it was. I mean, if you look at the numbers, if you look at some of the efficiency that he did right right after that injury, after he came back out there, he was excellent. He's just not going to be the same Mahomes, and I don't expect it to be that same guy, but he's clearly going to be out there. It was funny, midweek when it was Cincinnati minus 2.5, that was close to a Henny line, and things completely changed. Um, if he was going to play, it would have been like Cincinnati minus 3.5, minus 4, so that's where we th- people thought they were. But, I mean, if it's truly a high ankle, he's not out there. I mean, that's a five- to six-week injury. So it appears that it's not as severe as many people thought. So, I mean, that's an interesting angle. The fact that Joe Burrow has beaten Mahomes all three times, 3-0, and high-scoring games, field goal games. But if you dive into the box score of, the, of those matchups, they're very even. It's kind of it's flip coin flippy a little bit that uh the Bengals won all three but uh one thing that does stand out it is what the Bengals have, have done over the last two years they make the adjustments for the second half big time and sometimes we overplay that but they do you see the big difference they cover almost every game in the second half in those three games against the Chiefs we're talking about the number one offense in the league in those three games against the Chiefs at Cincinnati's one they've allowed a total of six points in the fourth quarter, in the three games combined, so that would certainly, uh, certainly have to change. You know, some the biggest storyline I would say last week was Cincinnati Buffalo was about the offensive line injuries for the Bengals missing three starters. Well, that's still the case, and nobody seems to be talking about that because they're focused on the Mahomes side. Well, that weather really neutralized things in Buffalo. So the pass rush for the Bills without Von Miller wasn't able to get home like many people expected. It doesn't look like we're going to have those sorts of conditions on Sunday night. So maybe it's a big game for guys like Chris Jones. Okay. So in, in I'm trying to figure out like everything that's involved inside of this game and different mm-hmm. props. What number would you have to see to not bet Travis Kelsey <laughs> for for receptions? Four touchdowns in this game. Yeah, we were uh, we were talking about the idea that if you had to bet one player to score a touchdown, both games combined, just just one, where would you go? And naturally, people would say running back for obvious reasons. I said Kelsey. <laughs> of anybody playing this weekend, I would look to Kelsey. And the yardage, sometimes the yardage doesn't get there, but we know the touchdowns do. The yardage for him is 78.5. And in this specific matchup, yeah, you, you would think it's going to be 
all Kelsey. I mean, it's just going to be a different version of Mahomes. Maybe he's not going to be on the he's not going to be on the run as much, but I still think the Chiefs are going to get theirs and they're going to score. I I do like the Chiefs in the game. Kelsey props I think are pretty appealing. As long as there's not a turnover early, maybe they lean on the run game a little bit more than they typically do. And it could be a, a nice opportunity for Pacheco. He's at 47.5 rushing yards, 11.5 attempts. I would lean to the attempts there. And, um, you know, Jamar Chase, <laughs> he's got a 266-yard game in his back pocket against the Chiefs' defense and three touchdowns. So it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he went off. His prop is 83.5. That's what I was going to ask you. If, yeah. if there was a, a weird quirk like we saw last week with Boston Scott – versus the Giants if there was Man. something weird like that with these two teams. Yeah, I mean, Chase has great history. There, I mean, Boston Scott, we got him at, like, what, almost 4-1? to one. Oh, my God, <laughs> it was great. Like, <laughs> la last week, Dan, that, that Joe dropped on us that, that most of Boston Scott's touchdowns in his career have come against the Giants, and it was 4-1 to one of him. And so I bet it because I was like, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. And then he scored. I was in Arizona celebrating, man. It was great. <laughs> How much silly stuff do we start getting now? I know it's not Super Bowl level silly stuff, but I wonder how in, in as these games get so popular and so much betting goes on. Yeah. What what are the what are the sharps doing? What are the serious betters doing to take advantage of the influx of some of the dilettantes? Yeah. Well, with some of that some of the prop betting that you're going to see, there are many more options than than we have all year, of course, because the volume is there. But the thing is, as far as the professionals, as far as the sharps. What can they really get down? Well, it's it's still the sides. It's still betting on the sides. A very sharp market. So you better believe. I, I'm sure there are uh, sharp betters that are maybe playing a couple sides of this and hoping that they can get uh, they can get the middle um, where they they were able to maybe grab Cincinnati plus three in the beginning and then. You know, they, then they got the best of the number on the other side where they're hoping to hit both sides. But yeah, as far as you know, oh, specials for the week, there are all sorts of of props that you can take a look at. Like, is there going to be an onside kick recovered in either game? Is there going to be a receiver or running mm -hmm. back to get 150 plus uh, yards in the game? Just stuff like that. Are we going to see overtime? Um, all, all sorts of stuff. And then yeah, we'll start. To, the craziness is really going to set in on Monday, and I'm looking forward to it because. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. So Chris Stapleton's doing uh, the anthem, and they do the rehearsal on Friday. Like all betters know this. <laughs> Here we go. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I'm going to be broadcasting for BetMGM Sportsbook, which is not at Radio Row. It's nowhere close to Radio Row. That's going to be in Phoenix this year. The BetMGM Sportsbook is right outside the stadium. It's a stone's throw. So I'm thinking I'll be able to hear the <sighs> anthem being rehearsed, and then. Hopefully get some bets in as that is happening. Uh, yes, uh, text your boy uh, when you find that out. Uh, we've been talking about the injury to Patrick Mahomes. I look and see all the injuries that are going on with the 49ers. How much does that affect the line and props so far? It hasn't done anything to it. it hasn't budged it at all. I think more because, obviously, non-quarterback injuries – and there's just a lack of clarity. And, and we like Mitchell's been a guy that's been banged up this week. But we did see him finish the game. Uh, maybe he wasn't too smart staying 
uh, going out of bounds on one play, but we did see him finish the game. So it doesn't seem like there's there's as much concern with the injuries that we're seeing on that San Francisco side. Um, so there's been no movement. It has been pretty much locked in at the Eagles, favored by two and a half in this game. And it, it was funny, be, before the divisional round, there was a lot of chatter from from bookmakers saying, you know what, the way the, the, way the Niners are playing right now and the uncertainty that we have with the Eagles before last week, it was, is Hurts truly healthy? Is Lane Johnson going to be out there? You know, a bunch of their players were dealing with stuff. Their most impactful players. And we didn't see any issues this past week. So they were saying that maybe the Niners would be favored. But no, I mean, they, they were obviously impressed with what the Eagles were able to do, just running it up on the Giants, exploiting uh, their weak rush defense. And then... The Niners looked vulnerable. It was the first time Brock Purdy faced a real defense. They didn't get to 20 points in that game. And, you know, if Dak wasn't as bad as he was, maybe the Cowboys end up winning that game if they have another quarterback under center there. So there's been a lot of money coming in on the Eagles this week. I'm a little surprised that this has not gone to three, uh, even though the Niners have won 12 consecutive games. How did you feel with seeing Nick Sirianni mugging for the slow-mo camera <laughs> like a man who clearly thinks his team is better than everybody, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I can, I, I'm kind of with that. I, I just saw this meme, a Brocky meme. Like, get out of here, this Brock. Yeah, oh, Brock he's Purdy. Brocky. Yeah, now they're put. Now these Niners fans are calling him Brocky. There is only one Brocky. There is only one Brocky. Brock Forsey. It is the late great oh. Dave Brocky, oh. also known as Odorous Urungus of Guar. All right, fair the, enough. I recognize. Oh. I recognize only one Brocky. Sky point to the late Dave Brocky. Well, with that said, Purdy interception. Yeah, I'm betting that. For sure. What's the number on Purdy interception? Uh, it's minus 135. I feel like he's been pretty lucky so far. And uh, the pressure you're going to see from this Eagles defense, not Robert Quinn, the other guys, uh, I think it'll get to him and uh, he's going to throw a pick. That, that's at least my expectation. AJ, is, is that as yeah. far as you'll go with, with a favorite bet where like some people cut themselves off at like minus 120? Like how far will you go? Yeah, good point. Um, I was certainly looking to see if there are two-plus available. I don't like the value there. That's pretty much – it's a really strong opinion. I have to have a really strong opinion on something for me to, to get into the minus 130s. That's about as far as I would go, Lawrence, because if you're betting – I mean, some people do it and do all right with it, but your win rate has to be very high if you're betting stuff like minus 200 or higher like that. Some people will parlay it, put a couple of things together – um, but speaking of that matchup, A.J. Brown, he's been very vocal this week. He wants the football. I think he's going to get the football. And there have been, even though the Niners have a great defense, they've allowed one, uh, seven 100-yard games to receivers this year. So you can get to that secondary a little bit. I think A.J. Brown's going to have a big game. Uh, longest reception is 25 and a half, and, he, and he's known for that big play. I, I think he's going to get at least one of them. Joe Ostrowski, thank you. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the football. That's Joe Ostrowski. Next up, we've got High Noon, and I saw this story, and the more I read, the more I thought, wait a second. I want you to be, for the purposes of this story, I want you sitting behind a big desk, Ooh. leaning back in your chair with a big cigar as the head of either a, 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 a comic book company or the head of Marvel or DC, the whole movie, and whatever you want, and okay. I want to know what, you, as you hear this, what you would do with it. 
All right, I like that. Okay. Um, as as promised, we will have another piece of sound from the ladies who are in 80 for Brady <laughs> because until the movie comes out and they keep going on the press tour, I'm going to have more stuff. It, this one, though, is apropos of us asking the question, why are they in 80 for Brady? We'll do that next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there, out in the street, in front of the palace alone. Yeah, right. When? High noon? We've reached high noon on this Friday, and we started off with some fun. Mike Rankin got the party going with all kinds of music, and we were jamming out just to celebrate happiness in the White Sox world after we got off the air yesterday in transition, saying what the hell was going on with the broadcaster contracts. Oh, magically, interestingly, not mere minutes later, the announcement came. No worries, everything's fine. Benetti and Stone are back. So that's all good. Not so much with the Bulls. And it happened again. We saw it happening in real time. All the same reasons why they lost. And it was, and it was, and it happened again, and no one did anything about it, and that sucked, and we heard everybody weigh in with everyone sharing the same thoughts and the same questions. We then revisited some of the cool stuff that Mike Golick had to say about the Bears and Justin Fields. Joe Ostrowski also gave you some possibilities for the weekend. Yeah. All right, I'll start, because yours seems a lot more fun than mine, although mine's pretty fun, too. Um, So, 80 for Brady. The movie that we are endorsing as a show that people should go and see because it has four of America's greatest people. And so they've been doing the rounds trying to sell this movie. And they were on the CBS morning show and a conversation about how accomplished they are happened. I'm the only one out. I have a nomination. You have all the rest of them. Serious. Including a Nobel Prize or something. Right. Okay. <laughs> Who has a Tony? Hmm. I have right. a nomination. I have two nominations. I have two nominations. Okay. And I've been told I won, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, Emmys? I maybe have the most Emmys. Well, how many for do you sure? Have? I think I well, five, six. I have nine. I have oh well, eight. up. Oh my one. God, I have, eight. I have thirty nine. nominations. Oh well, I can't even be in the same room with this woman. <laughs> Who's got a Grammy? I do. You like the Yankees Murderers Row? I'm I an mean, Oscar away from an EGOT, and oh, I'm and I'm eighty three. Have to work on this. Getting too old to be a <laughs> an EGOT. 30 Emmy nominations. That's Lily, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lily Tomlin's won nine nominated 30 times. <laughs> Her 
hit rate's pretty good. Rita Moreno's got the EGOT. Right. But, know, but, S- but Sally's got two Oscar Oscars. wins and Jane Fonda's got two Oscar wins. Right. But they're right. Like, I, I want to say Lily Tomlin's got like the Presidential Medal of Freedom yeah, or just, something. That's what she said, like Nobel Prize right. or something. That's what she was joking right. about. And, the, and, and George Santos does them, puts them all to shame. He's, he's got them all. And he's also been president for five years. Yep. And in the background of this interview with these incredible people is Haiti for Brady. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. I, I know. I can't, I needed to make sense. And I just sit there and I go, uh-huh. Right. Exactly. You've got two Oscars. You've got two Oscars. You've got an EGOT. You've got a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Why are the four of you in this terrible movie? Well, that's like I was reading the uh, a, an article in the Trib this morning was talking to John Larroquette about bringing back Night Court. And I didn't know that he won like six Emmys oh, as yeah, Dan every, Fielding every year. and then took himself out of it and then voluntarily said, not my turn anymore. Please don't even put me in consideration. So, and he was super serious with the interview, talking about why in '75 he decided to bring the character back, and he talked about the comic challenges. And there's this long pause that he says, "It also was a tremendous amount of money." Okay, good. <laughs> I I haven't watched Night Court yet, but I did run across like the initial scene where he meets Harry's daughter, and it's one of the women that played on Big Bang Theory. She's yeah. she's playing That's Harry's daughter, yeah. right, as the judge. And I got to tell you, it was a really good scene. It was They both were so good in the scene. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to watch this show. All right. Okay. So I want you to take this in. I'm walking into your office, and I said, hey, Mr. Mr. Comic Industry Mogul, I've got an idea for you. I'm using the lollipop as a stand-in for the cigar. Just also, like who loves you, did. baby? <laughs> Oh my God! I I I. Who loves you, baby? There is. If you get the chance, the this is this is apropos nothing right now. But the fact that you did that, the Norm McDonald comedians in Cars with Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, when he does the Kojak bit, oh my God! It's the funniest. Thing. Like Seinfeld's reaction, he didn't even. He just fell down. He just in the booth at the diner. He just falls over. I'm you've you've got to see pretty it. much anything with Norm Macdonald. Do you know the joke I'm talking about? Yes. It's so good. The way he tells it, the way he sets it up with it. He's green, remember. This, uh, the guy, the guy's, remember, he's green. All right, so here. Here we go. All right, here's your pitch. A missing radioactive capsule lost somewhere between Perth and a Pilabra mine site. Ryan Porth? Over an area of 1,400 kilometers has sparked an urgent health warning. Okay. In an emergency press conference on Friday afternoon. This is uh, Western Australia. That's the, the state, the region. Western Australia's chief health officer urged people to stay away from the capsule if they see it because of its radioactive properties. The capsule is six millimeters diameter by eight millimeters high. So it's about the size, I would say, roughly of an Advil gel cap. And it's lost in an area of 1,400 kilometers. It's a gauge that's commonly used in mining. It went missing from a truck 
sometime after January 10th. Go on. It could be anywhere along the more than 1,400-kilometer journey between Malaga in Perth and Newman in the remote north of Western Australia. Any motorists who've traveled along the Great Northern Highway should check their tires in case the capsule has become lodged in them. What? Chief Health Officer Andy Robertson said the capsule was lost while it was being transported between a mine site somewhere north of Newman and Malaga, northeast of Perth. It's believed the capsule fell through the gap left by a bolt hole after the bolt was dislodged when a container collapsed as a result of vibrations during the trip. Authorities are searching Great Northern Highway in a desperate effort to find the capsule. They are urging caution due to potentially serious health consequences. The radiation emitted is equivalent to receiving 10 x-rays in one hour if you're within one meter of it. What? The half-life of the substance is 30 years. They say it emits both beta rays and gamma rays. So if you have it close to you, you could either end up with skin damage, including skin burns. If you have it long enough near you, it could, could cause acute radiation sickness. Or you could become the Hulk. Here we go. Now. What I'm thinking is that there's several possibilities here. Now, you're, you're in charge. This is your pitch, Mr. Bernstein. You tell me. W- what do we know about Australia? What it's, we, it's wild. It's filled with all sorts of strange animals. That can kill you. That can do bad things to you. That, whether they can, whether they're venomous or whether they're toxic to the touch or whether, like the cassowary, it's a bird with a claw like a velociraptor. I'm thinking you could have an army of mutated, of super mutated Australian monsters. Okay. Would be a possibility. But just with the start of this, the fact is, I mean, your first scene is set. Your first scene of the bolt coming dislodged and the clink, 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 and this thing falls out. And the impossible things that have to happen, like like the way they show the electrical failure in Apollo 13. Like you can, th- there it is, and there it goes, and th- and there's your setup, and it can look like Fury Road in the background. See, I was wondering if you were going to go with this looking like a scavenger hunt. That could... It, that could very well happen. A race against time, mm-hmm. as you know that more mutants are are growing and becoming. And I, how our you... movie starts with a team of of experts and military folks trying to track down where this thing is. It starts literally on an aircraft carrier as they're devising their plan. To try and find this thing, you could have a bad actor find it. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I, I, I think I know who's starring in this movie. I think, but keep going. No, that's 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 essentially it. And you know, my first thought was, I don't know how Geiger counters work. Whether you could have something from distance, like couldn't you fly something low or drive around with just trying to, if it emits that much radiation. Wouldn't it be detectable? Like, wouldn't you be able to just say, "Hey, wait," you know, just sort of almost like you would do a a PET scan on a on a person and just find the hot spot? All right, I got two names for you to star in this movie. Anyone want to take a guess at who I think should be in this movie? Well, what who's role? the star? He is he is the guy 
He's he's our antagonist. He is the person that is going to be on the search team. To make, he's ex-military. He's also going to be the person that ends up forming the resistance against the crazy animals. So protagonist. Yeah, protagonist. Sorry, not protagonist okay. for this. Michael Sarah. Not Michael Sarah. What an interesting call that would be. I think that's when oh. that's when we do the other version of the movie. All right, it is Courtney B. Vance. No. Although that could be fun. Not Courtney B. Vance. Ray, you want to take a guess? I will say I will I will say this that one of these guys is notorious for doing movies like this. Oh man, I've got to think on this. Hold on. All right, one of them is it, it Michael Caine? It's not Michael no. Caine, but he would be great. Russell Crowe. You're getting really close. Guy Pierce. Close. One of the guys is Carl Urban, who is from New Zealand. How do I know Carl Urban? He's on The Boys. He's great on The Boys. If you're not watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, okay, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. doing All it right. wrong. Okay. The other person is Gerard Butler. <laughs> I'm going to attach Gerard Butler or Carl Urban to okay. this, this project. I don't know what type of fallen we're going to call it because all of the movies that Gerard Butler is in, something has fallen is usually the name of the, the title of the movie. But yeah, I think that we could have all sorts of fun with we, casting. Yeah, in we, this. we we need a we need a a sinister but charming enough villain who's who probably is going to be one of these Tom Hiddleston types, right? Like super handsome, handsome, youngish, roguish, and you're rooting against him, but you can't help but kind of like him. What if we get that guy from? Um the really handsome dude, the British dude that everyone was like fawning over. I don't. Even, I didn't ever watch the show. The, the period guy from Bridgerton. Show. Yes, let's get the guy oh. from Bridgerton to be the villain. Well, then my wife has already bought a ticket. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure that we get a lot of people in here. I want to make room for Janelle James. I want to put her in the cast because I need some comic relief. So I think that she's going to be in the cast. It's Rege Jean Page. Is, yeah. Rege, Rege Jean Page, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all coming together. I like it. Okay. Just just have that thought, because when this eventually does get optioned, and this ends up being made, just remember we, we had it first. I mean, depending on how much mo- money we have, I might want to make a call to Will Smith on this. Hmm. I might. I don't know how much money we got over here. And after seeing Sam Jackson in in Kong Skull Island, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he won't turn us down if the money's right. The hell, he, right? He's a working, Sam's doing the movie. He's a, he's if, a, if the dollars is right, he's a working actor. And as long as there's a golf course nearby the set, we're good. I think we can make that happen. That is high noon. I look forward to your other suggestions on this movie. That you were going, oh, Lee Schreiber. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. In between him doing Bears Hard Knocks this year, we can get him in this movie. Get him in there, get his football information, and then get him onto the movie. It's uh... yeah. Speaking of the Bears <laughs> and and Sam Jackson, we, we've we've got to deal with this.
Because the Bears are threatening to move to St. Louis. Yeah, kind of. The saber rattling is already starting. So we'll talk about the St. Louis Bears next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.